Hey everyone. Um, so with, like with anything in life, you have to go all the way, right? You can't be half pregnant. If you want to deal with these very early wounds, you have to really go to the end of this, of this continent. And I was thinking about it because I saw something come up and I thought, yeah. So if you wound a child, what, what is that child going to do, right? That wound is going to build itself. It's either going to shut it down or it will build itself a barbed wire to protect itself. That child knows that that wound is never going to be healed. That parent did that. That parent is never going to come back and heal that wound. So what am I going to do with this huge gaping wound of a broken heart? For whatever reason, it doesn't matter, right? Or some people will build, you know, a fortress around it so they can't see it. But some people will build a barbed wire around it, right? And a barbed wire, and the barbed wire is actually electrified. So, so here's the thing. It protects the broken heart, but it damages everyone, everyone around it, right? You know, most of the people that go into the medicine are going in to remove these fortresses they have around their heart, right? That's it. A broken heart is the thing that is that needs to be protected, but it creates all sorts of crazy. So if I have a wounded heart, those parents who did it aren't going to come fix it. Now I'm fucked. There are no other parents coming. Another human being can't fix that. Unless they're so incredible and magnanimous and, you know, the whole universe, right? So I remain brokenhearted with, with me it was a fortress. With some people it's barbed, you know, electrocuted wire. And I'm stuck there. And I saw this very clearly in an incident with a friend who had to go to the hospital. And when I got to the hospital to be there with them, had become a fucking dragon. The electricity was full on. The barbed wire was right, elect, you know, there was just sparks running through it. Because in that vulnerability, the child felt helpless. The, the abandoned child felt truly alone. And so the response is, you know, pull up the barbed wire, spit everything around you. You know, I need the dragon out. It doesn't get her anywhere. Doctors are pissed off. I'm pissed off. Everybody's like, what the fuck is this person doing? Right? It's self-sabotage. What's happening is you're getting closer to that broken heart that's not been fixed. You damage yourself by self-sabotaging and you damage those around you because who the fuck wants to be around a person that's spitting fire over nothing? People are trying to help you. Doesn't trust anybody. So these wounds from parents are huge. And you have to go all the way. You know, this can't be half. You can't be half a virgin. You can't be half pregnant. You've got to, like, pull these energies out. And 
there are things that can stabilize us, you know, stabilize us. Yes, therapy works, right? If you want to talk about stuff, it's not going to pull out the energy. Programs, these 12 step programs, they work, they help people, they stabilize you, but doesn't get to the wound. The wound's energetic, it's not happening in thought. It's a huge visceral thing that's happened to you. It's emotional. There's no parent coming back to heal that. They've already, you know, walked across your fucking heart if they did something. Abandoned, whatever it is, abandoned you, whatever, right? So you're all fortressed up to make sure that it never, that you don't feel it. And you can't cry. There's no, there's no, you can't emote. There's no one. When they're in, this is the worst part. If there's no one there to hold your space, to help you, to heal you, to protect you, to love you, to cuddle you, that's it. You're going to build a wall so fucking thick and so electrocuted. That's both your burial ground and the end of you because no one's getting near that if there's a fortress you're never going to let anyone in it can't be healed by anyone right that's why it's so difficult in the medicine to let the medicine in because you're terrified you're going to expose your broken heart and as a child you think oh my own fucking parents couldn't love me who the fuck is going to love me You're not going to let anyone in. It doesn't matter how many relationships you have and it's all blah, blah, yeah. To really allow for that full exposure and for that, oh, you know, just open up completely and let the medicine in and let something in to fully let it embrace you. It's like you're a, a, like this, I see those terrified dogs in the corner that have been hurt. They can't pretend that they're not hurt. They're just shivering in the, you know, in the corner. Just because they don't have... But if anyone comes near them, they like, you know, you see them recoil. And we're very good at covering it up, you know, by doing horrible things, by pretending to be strong people. I did that one. Oh, yeah, I'm really strong. No, I'm not. Fucking terrified. You have lots of cover-ups of broken hearts. None of them work. It's all a burial ground. Any kind of fortress, any kind of ele- you know, electrocuted fence. You can't find the right partner if you're broken. How can you find... You can't. Because you're busy fortressing up. You don't believe there's anyone. You don't believe... There's no one that really gives a shit. If it's been done by your own family, no. And being stable is one thing, but you're still going to have the ruminations and that endless throbbing of something is wrong. And this relationship didn't quite work out and this job didn't work, whatever. Or, you know, you're kind of like, pretzeling up like uh, Houdini every day to make things work. You have to make things work.
know, that broken heart is sitting there alone. It's four, it's five, it's six, it's alone. It's unloved. Walled off. It's the worst thing. Forget a broken heart when you're older and you really love someone. The broken heart of a child is unbearable. I remember in the medicine, my first ceremony, where I was like, you know, she showed me I was one with everything and I was like in pure bliss. I was like, oh my God, like home. I'm home. Like this incredible sensation of being loved by everything, being part of everything, just, a, you know, this energetic continuation of everything. And then the next minute, she located my little girl the moment she'd been abused the first time. And I just was weeping and weeping. But it's that little girl, like that little girl weep of like, you know, who, where was that little child? How long had she been sitting there holding in that massive weep that hurt, that pain, right? We're such, we're brilliant at cover-ups, we're brilliant. But it really demands an interven- a divine intervention to heal a really broken heart of a child. Because here's the deal, that child isn't going to acknowledge that the parents did something wrong to them because that's even more painful I'm a child my parents don't really love me fuck that's even worse and then you're all the fuck alone that's it well where are you going to go so what we do is we say yeah it's a broken heart I'm going to cover that up I'm going to get my electrified fence up I'm going to build my fortress but I'm still going to make them okay. I'm still going to legitimize them because that's all I've got. And why most people, and I've seen this over and over, they keep legitimizing their fucking parents, even though they beat them, they, sh- you know, whatever they did to them, because to acknowledge that is even bigger because then there's no one. And that's what we think. Oh my God. If I don't, legitimized this horror and with me it was horror it was sexual abuse and being put down and judged it was horrific but I still kept reinventing them because what is there there's nothing you can't see divinity right you can't connect with it you think this is it so it's a double whammy the very people you hurt are then the very people that you put on a pedestal and you will continue to reinvent and give them legitimacy because to see what they truly did, that they actually broke your heart is unbearable. So that's okay. I'm going to fortress up, you know, keep feeding them their lines, keep PRing them into existence. All the while, you've been abandoned. You're abandoning yourself. Oh, I'm going to build this electric fence. And, you know, if you say one thing wrong, then, you know, I'm just going to like... 
electrocute you. Oh, that relationship is never going to work anyway, right? That's the usual line. Oh, it wasn't meant to be. <laughs> right. So we build all these very elaborate sort of ways of handling it, which is kind of twisted and wrong and doesn't make any sense, but it makes sense to us because, hey, that's all I got. You know, I got a, an old lemon and a, a sock and a grand, you know, and a grand piano. I've got to fucking make something out of this shit. Right? I've got to make it work cause, because in divinity, everything works. It just flows. There's nothing, there's no scrambling to build a code or to build a reason. There's no fucking reason. It just flows. It's fluent. There's just, it's fluent. There's no building weird Frankensteinian sitting at the blackboard trying to code up. It's just, it's none of it. It doesn't require that much effort. It's effortless because it's just you doing nature, doing, right? You know, you came out of that um, synchronized place, you move into another synchronized place, whatever. But when you arrive and you're disfigured and you're fragmented and you're wounded and all this shit happens and you're, you know, a truckload of dung basically is... Tr is where the fuck are you going? Huh? Your heart's trampled. That's it. Where are you going after that? Somebody's vomiting all their poison out onto you and screaming at you and hitting you and abusing you or just being a passive aggressive and refusing you and rejecting you and you're, you know, trying to get attention. I mean, just the endless shit, right? You've you got to make something work with that. You know, some old rotting egg an old sock and an onion from the 1800s. You could make that fucking work. There must be a way I can cook this into something, right? That's what you're doing. When really none of it's ever going to work. Because there's no love. And there's wounding. And there's just... Didn't like it, didn't happen. Let me just bury that. That's what they say, like, you know, the shadow. The shadow is just shit you haven't that hurt you, that you couldn't integrate, that there was no one there to hold your little hand or anyone there to tell you that they love you, to cuddle you, to say it's okay, it's all right, you know what? You're just a little human being, of course, right? That's all. It's not that fucking complicated, but the lack of it is just is astounding. Astounding across the board. And you think you just carry on. It's like walking around with a massive great hole in your stomach. Oh, I can, you know, I'm going to go build that business over here. I'm going to go have that relationship with that person over here. You're just walking around fucking paralyzed. It all looks good on paper. It's looking pretty good to me. And then there's that ache, that endless fucking ache. But you have everything. How can anything be wrong? And, you know, we don't want to give up our stories. We don't want to say, oh, I'm actually flawed. I'm actually broken. I actually hurt. 
I'm actually so fucking fucked up. And I don't know why, but I'm going to figure it out. You can't say that. Because in trauma, massive cover-ups are built. They have very elaborate stories. Very, very elaborate stories. And reasoning. Oh, tons of reasoning. I could write fucking bookloads of reasoning. Which, of course, doesn't... It's just more cover-up, right? Of course I'm educated. I have a PhD in, you know, in the fine art of blah, blah. I'm, I'm this. I'm actually that. Actually... Fucked up. Titles, diplomas, money, status, identity. It's just bullshit. It's more fucking hot air. Can't even begin to heal you. None of that. Thinking doesn't heal you. Oh, read this book. This should help. No, it doesn't fucking help. Love. That's it. Go get me a big bottle of love somewhere. Real, genuine, endless, conditional rivers of love. Yeah, that'll hear me. Can you get me that? (laughs) Yeah, that's what you get in the medicine. The same way the medicine opens up the hatches. The same way she couches you in love. Drowns you in love. She knows that for her to open up, for you to face the horror, you know, you better have a chocolate cookie and, a, you know, and some milk. You could have some major love that comes with that opening. She's not going to let you see that without presenting you with a whole continent of love that you can bathe in, heal in. The more you see, the more you're going to need to bathe in love. I don't get healed by thinking. I mean, I talk about it as an afterthought of having seen what happened. That's not the healing is not thinking about it. The healing is sitting in a medicine and feeling this enormous love that I'm getting from the medicine. It's not thinking. We live at, you know, in a little island between the abyss of birth, the abyss of death, and a bit of consciousness in the middle, which we none of us fucking understand anyway. So we run around in our, all our, you know, designer clothes and our designer homes and all this shit. It's like, meh. Yeah. Like, who cares? I still have to go to bed and feel lonely and alone and brokenhearted. It was so funny because I was in a building today and we do work in these different buildings. We design, etc. And and the one of the porters was like, he looked a, a jubilant. He goes, I'm so happy. You know, I'm going to go home, my kids and my nieces and my nephews. And he's like, yeah. You could just see the radiance of that true love, like true. And he's, you know, he's a porter in a building with very, very, very wealthy people. And I know a lot of those people are going to be going to bed with, you know, an expensive bottle of champagne for the holidays. That's it. Not a lot of love family wealth doesn't fix it identity fame makes it worse more to hold on to more to lose you think 
and the medicine tests you like if you're going to be healed you have to go all the way there's no half measure there's no like you're not done yet the stuff is going to keep coming up you're going to keep expelling all this shit until you really connect to your heart fully you've taken down you've taken all the poison out because you've seen it all understand it the fear's been diluted these the, 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 it's all the way it's not like oh i'm just going to do this and i'm going to stabilize i'm going to go to this thing i'm going to stabilize no you don't want stabilization you want full cleansing be in a shrink's room forever no I want this out all of it so I can anchor and root and yeah it's you know everything's going to get thrown out your whole fucking life is going to collapse implode you 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 know everything people you know everything and it's you're going to like oh shit all right you pay a price for t- for coming home. You have to give up your code. Because that's the thing and I've seen it with so many people. I'm in this program in that program. I'm still not there. Right? I'm with this shrink, that shrink. Okay. Still not there. You have to live this energetically. You have to go into that past. You have to really feel, like in that moment, what that fucking hell looked and felt like. And weep and shit and whatever you need to do in these ceremonies and get the shit out of you. It's all stuck inside of you energetically. A thought is not going to get it out. I can pretend myself into someone else. I can go, oh yeah, my name's Maria and I'm this shit happened to me and I, that happened to me and I can keep repeating that over and the fuck and the fuck over but until I've actually been in that moment, in that past up against that resistance that's refusing me to see I can say anything I'm, a, I'm an astronaut, what the fuck right these are energies they're stuck within us these are spirits, they're demonic dark spirits If somebody's been vomiting the horror on you and refusing you and hurting you, remember, these people in your homes, they're not there for a day, they're there for 18 years, right? That's a lot of damage. The person doesn't stop being, again, the raging alcoholic or the, you know, passive-aggressive mother. They don't stop being that one day. It's that forever, right? And you have to build a lot of walls, a lot of resistance to encounter that much shit and to protect your broken heart which is now in pieces but you can't deal with your broken heart because you're too busy dealing with a schmuck who's hurting you so forget your broken heart give that up put that somewhere wall that away because that you've got other bigger problems to deal with the terror of death When are they going to hurt you again? You're alone. If you've been hurt by a parent, you're alone. 
You can make up any story you like, but you are, you're, you're an orphan. Actually worse than an orphan because you're with the very people who aren't performing their part. At least an orphan, you could say, listen, your parents passed, okay, this is a terrible thing. Awful, right? But you, you, you understand it. But you're with parents who don't give a shit about you? That's even worse. You can't even claim to be an orphan. You've got to pretend that you're the child of that parent when the parent is abusing you or hurting you. When the parent becomes a predator, it's horrific. And so what happens is in the coding of a child, it would rather keep its heart behind an electrocuted fence, an electrified fence, and live like that, basically burying itself and then damaging people that get too close, basically keep the hurt under wraps, you know, behind a wall or this electrified fence and then never ever really have a relationship and never ever, you know, because you're going to damage people all the time, you know, then face the fact that its parents damaged it. I can't tell you how many people I know just will not face that. I can't lose them. I can't possibly see them for who they truly are. I've got to invent. I've got to keep making them work. So you're stuck. You're never going to leave. Because you won't give up the story about them. Or see their truth. That's no easy feat. I mean, I bonded with mine. God. I was bonded with the dark. I still didn't want to give them up. Couldn't, that was the most difficult thing to see. They did what? They did what? I was even holding out for my own mother. And it was like, the last ceremony was like, but she was the one taking you with him, dressing you up to be abused. I mean, really? So the child right to the end is like, please, I need to have parents. Even though they, your heart's sitting in a, a you know, behind an electrified fence. Broken. You've, you, just, you just keep abandoning yourself, anything for the hopes of a glimmer of. Until you say no. <laughs> there was no one. There was no one. And they were rotten and dark and demonic, I would say. Anyone that hurts a child. Call it what you will. You have to give up that bond. And as we've spoken before, you know, children can be horrifically abused and they won't, the social worker would come and they won't, they don't, they don't want to leave. It's a heartbreak for them. Even though they've been heartbroken. So it's very clever for the dark to come in those early stages of arrival because that's when you're bonding. That's when you're cooking. So it's okay. I'm going to keep up this code. I'm going to keep my heart over here behind this electrified fence. I'm going to keep inventing them into what I want them to be. And then I'm just going to be buried. And anybody that comes too close to my helplessness is going to get electrocuted. So I'm not going to ever build a real relationship. No, I'm just going to like, you know, live in this untethered place, unanchored place. And there'll never be love, ever. Because it's always a game. You've got to keep this game going. 
It's moving parts that need to keep always in the same place. I need to have my broken heart over here. I need to have my electrified fence over here. I need to keep my story about my parents over here so they, you know, I can still connect with them. And that's it. And it will always be a shit show. That's your reality, right? That's how you're never going to take, you know, you want to heal? Wow, I've got to expose my broken heart, weep the shit out of it, take down the fence, be fully exposed. And if I do that, I better have the whole fucking universe show up with just bucket loads of love. And then I also have to see the truth of who these fuckers were. The ones that I had invented into these uber-loving parents. Oh, my God. Right? You're going to tear it all down. Are you willing to tear all that down? Especially if you've been infiltrated by the program, which they basically sit inside of you and ensure that you shut your own self down. You self-annihilate. You self-judge so that they don't even have to be around for them to exist in you. They've already put the program in you. You're nothing, you're valueless, you don't matter. Who cares? What do you mean you're crying? What are you crying for? You're weak, you're this, you're that. You've got to get past all these hurdles. You've got to unplug all of it. You better have the whole fucking universe show up if you're going to give it all up. You're not, I'm not going to give it up because somebody's got a PhD and I'm sitting in a place I'm paying 200 bucks an hour. No way. I'm just entertaining them with stories. I'm not, I don't trust them, right? My heart's broken into a million pieces. I'm paying this person $200 to tell them about life. It's like, no, you're not going to do that. It's, it's never, you're never going to feel connected to anyone. You can pretend it. You can go through the rigmarole of it. You can go through the whole, you know, the pretend part of it. But you're not connected to anyone. Because you're not connected to yourself. Especially if they've sprayed you with all their shit and you're like, it's grown inside you like a Petri dish and they basically live inside of you, refusing you. That's why you don't tear them down because you've built them inside of you. You've agreed and legitimized all the horror they've done. It doesn't have to be that bad. It can just be, it's just the refusal of you. It's wrong to feel, it's wrong, wrong to this, wrong to that, right? So yeah, it is volcanic. And yeah, you know, it is like a satellite, uh, a meteor hitting the earth when you go through this. And yeah, you won't like it one bit and it'll suck. But it'll blow you up. Then you're put back together. With love. I think that's the first thing you recognize in the medicine is love. Love. Yes, you're going to see some horrific things. Yes, you're going to uncover some horrific things. It's going to suck. You're going to see the truth. But it's all happening in a huge ocean of love and connection. Connection to something so much bigger. We can, I mean, I can wrangle as many bloody theories as I like. I can sit here and, you know, make it all sound really kosher. Like, yeah, well, really, it's about this and that. 
I was great in those therapist's office. Oh, my God. I had theories up the fucking wazoo. I was like I was the entertainer. Again, part of the mechanism of not you're not fucking going in here because I don't trust you. And by the way, not just one. I mean, several of them. When you're built like a nuclear sub and you've got a lot to hide, there's no way. Someone with a, you know, saying lying down on the couch and tell me about your family is going to ever get that out of you. And even if they get like, let's say you rage and you get upset and blah, 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 it's still not moving the energy that's within you because you're still protecting them on some level because the terror is so big. I have a friend who says, oh, yeah, she raged in it. She was in the pro- everything. She was in the program. She was in all these different things. It's still there. She doesn't want to unearth. Why? Because when you unearth, you better have the whole universe there. Because otherwise, you're just floating in the middle of nowhere. You're in the black, dark space. If you haven't resolved or connected or and allied up with something else, then yeah, to give them up is to be sort of like a balloon in the middle of like the galaxies and the blackness. That's why you have to encounter love and divinity and something so much bigger that comes to you through the plants. There's no way I would have given any, I would ever, ever have allowed to see my, let myself see any of this not even my god i'd been again built a wall between here and the fucking another planet i mean there was no way the disconnect was huge i was totally a sled uh, an au pair of evil fuck i wasn't gonna tear all that shit down i was living in it i was marinated in it But you will when you meet the medicine. You will. Because like that, you will have lived, you will never feel anything like it. The amount of love, trust, motherly love, motherly love. Oh my God. It's huge. I remember being in my apartment when I first came back from the jungle in a fetal position, like... Oh, my, on the floor. When I first started, like, sort of connecting to the medicine, she's like, I'm going to start when you were, like, a baby. To start getting this shit out of you. The loneliness can start in the womb. The loneliness and the horror can start from even before you fucking arrive, right? The medicine will move through every cell of your body and tear everything out. You need all of it out. You can't leave a, a, a breath of it in you. So yeah, even the mechanics of survival, if it's not love, then what the fuck is it? I've got my broken heart over here. I've covered it up with a nice fortress, jolly good, good bottle of Beaujolais. And then I've got these people over here who I'm still, you know, trying to make sense of. But yeah, I'm going to continue to like connect to them, even though they're the ones that broke my heart, right? 
I'm going to cover all that up with a nice little therapy session and we can just keep the balls in the air all the time. I'm never going to fucking land. My heart's going to be broken forever, but I'm going to pretend it isn't. And that's all. And I can intellectualize all this and I can make the world work on this intellectual level and uh, everything has a, you know, is reasoned out for me, so I'm fine. <laughs> fine, not fine. Sorry, not sorry, right? Yeah, you might not want to go the whole way. That's okay. But you want to live in misery. You're still going to feel the pain. Right? Go the whole way. What else have you got to lose? I don't know. Nothing to lose when you want to get all of you back. Nothing. There's everything to gain. The discomfort of jumping on hot coals daily is really, you know, whilst it may, may, may make you fit, is really an unhealthy way to go, right? Lots of, oh my God, so many books and YouTube videos on, you know, self-help and, and, and getting this and if you get that and if I get, if I get that thing in my house and that scent and that altar and that... Th- Right. You have to get the vehicle that takes you home. That's it. Hop on the right bus. Bumpy, yes. You know what I think about is those, you know, those very small roads along those very tall mountains in these like far eastern places where the the bus is just like almost going to tip over, but it doesn't. It's just like hugging the edge of the the land, you know, as it goes around these windy roads and you're really high up and you're looking down that's basically what the medicine is like <laughs> it's like you're on this very windy terrifying road that you don't know what the fuck you're gonna see but you trust it and you just know that you know what whatever the fuck is going on and I don't understand it and it's terrifying that this is something I can't see and I don't understand but something huge is happening here. And I don't understand it because I'm still attached and you don't even know you're attached and you don't even know that you're, you really haven't seen anything, but you trust it. You just keep trusting it. Because love isn't always just a twangy guitar, you know, with some guy that looks like Jesus in some robes, okay? That's not, that's not how healing happens. Nature doesn't usually come in with anything other than a bloody asteroid to blow you up. (laughs) Bye.